Hello, everyone. Welcome along to another episode of Championship Bill with myself, Steve, joined as always with Phil. Uh, today, we're going to look at some of the news, a couple of uh, stories here and there, and we'll look back at the weekend's action. And with about eight games left to play, we'll have a look at what's coming up after the international break and the state of the league table at the minute. And mm. um, have a look at, you know, the playoffs, who's going to go up automatically and have a look down at the bottom near the relegation zone and that as well. I suppose the big news, we might as well start with the news that came out today. Uh, Wigan docked three points for failing to pay the players. On the last episode, we talked about how they hadn't paid the players. Mm. Um, and we were talking about, you know, potential penalties and that, that they'd probably end up getting. And it's dangerous because it's not the first time it's happened to them. Yeah, it's, it's, we were only on about how much we loved them the last time, but it's very worrying. Um, very worrying. Um, in last year, in 2022, June, July and October, they were also sanctioned for failing to meet terms contracts. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it's been going on a while. They're, they're a club that are in absolute financial crisis at the minute. Yeah, it's such a shame. Uh, I'd like, we, as I talked to my brother about earlier, we were talking about the story, it's just how how do they get to the point of this? I mean, yeah, and what, what's worse is when we were talking about it last week, mm. we're going to come out and said, Oh, they're going to pay them, they're just going to be a bit late, there's just a liquidity issue. And the club's yeah. financial state is robust. But it can't be that robust if you can't afford to pay your players. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think they've now got to pay them back everything as well. They're going to have to pay the players back what they're owed as well as, obviously, their salaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to have to start paying money into an account as well, I think, um, is that. But on top of that, to be deducted three points, it, it kills their season. I mean, they're done. They're, yeah. There's no getting out of relegation for Wigan now. Eight points with Cardiff have game in hand as well, so... Yeah, I mean, it, it, they're just not going to do it. No, they, um, which means they're going to be in League One, which means, you know, they're going to bring in less money. Um, it's a case of probably going to have to sell most of the squad and rely on youngsters. Yeah. Um, you know, this this is kind of, you know, crossroads. This could be the beginning of the end for them. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a dark, bad. it's going to be at least a dark five years anyway, for sure. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's certainly sad to see. Um, yeah, like, if they go down... And it looks like, as you said, they're going to yeah. uh, young players. Okay, fair enough. It could take five, six, seven years yeah. for them to get a team again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, more- yeah, and I suppose the owners also going to be charged, and uh, they're going to be dealt with as well independently with an independent commissioner in terms of how that's going to go. And um, Sean Maloney, the boss, said it's a massive body blow for the players. Mm. Um, you know. You know, they won League One last season, so they you know, they're newly up. They were always gonna struggle this season, but yeah, you know, there's there's no excuse to not be paying your players. No, not at all. Especially you know, especially yeah, Especially in today's uh society as well, football in general. Especially like people going to the matches, tickets, jerseys. Surely yeah. there's some sort some source of income coming in every week. Yeah. Um, you would think so, but on top of that, it's like you know, you had the January transfer window open, and they were told in January what they were going to have to do to avoid this happening. Yeah, um, if the January transfer window open, that's a chance for them to um to do that to sell um some players to bring some money in that way. Um, yeah, I know what's going to happen, I suppose, into League One, and we we hope it's not the end of the club or the beginning of the end of the club because they are uh, they're. Do you notice a trend as well? Because we were talking about this with Derby last year. The same thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's to say next season we're not talking about Cardiff or someone? 
Yeah, and I think do do the league have to take some blame? And I know there's the new independent regulator coming in football, and one of the things they're going to have to seriously look at is ownership of football clubs. Yeah. Um, because these people are coming in, they're buying up football clubs, and in some cases, especially championship sides, like you said, Derby, like Wigan here, like some other clubs, Coventry, we're another one that struggles. They're um, you know, they're. You know they're they're doing okay for a while, and then suddenly they have no money anymore, and they're you know the tests need to be a bit more stringent. I think when it takes over football clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Yeah. It's a because mess. It's, it's a it's an absolute mess. Mm. Um, I suppose the other news you were talking about beforehand was the abandoned game. Rodham Coventry called off just into the second half. I think wasn't it just kicked off? Yeah, but to be fair, like the, it was really bad downpour rain. Um, there was. It's too dangerous. I I know a lot of people wanted it to go yeah. ahead and they stop, but it's just too dangerous. Too dangerous. I mean, they tried themselves. Um, anyone who's ever played football will know anyway when you're on a waterlogged pitch, you can't do anything. Ball just stops in the water. Exactly. You can't pass a ball. You can't kick a ball. Yeah. Um, it is literally like trying to play football in a swimming pool. You just can't do it. Exactly. Impossible. You just can't. Yeah. In, so in, the, in, ref, the ref... Originally just suspended play to give them a chance to get the water off pitch. They tried their best. It just wasn't working. Yeah. They abandoned the match. Cardiff obviously not happy because they were winning 1-0 at the time. Yeah. And the game will now have to be replayed. Um, sucks too for the Cardiff supporters, I suppose. That's a long way to go. Yeah. Long way to travel. And, now stuck and the, the thing pocket. is, well, that'll probably be on a Wednesday night as well. Probably be on a Wednesday night. I mean, Rotherham, I think, is a football club. Should offer to pay the travel and the tickets for the away supporters. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but one hundred percent, it's just every every weekend we seem to have something, but the fans are getting screwed. It's horrible. Yeah, it's hard. Football is going that way in general. I mean, in terms of that's something as well. I think the independent regulator is going to start to look at is the price of tickets. Yeah. Um. As People will know I'm an Arsenal fan. I've gone to see Arsenal play for many, many years. I remember the first time I went to see Arsenal play, it cost me £2.50 at oh. the turnstile to get in. Um, certainly that, those days are gone, but um, I was at a game Friday night, the local club here, Cork City, who play in the League of Ireland in the Premier Division, oh. and it was €18 Euro to go see them. Yeah. I mean, it's getting a bit out of hand, cost of tickets. Mm. Thing is, it if, really you, is. if you were a big family going, if you had four kids and yourself, four kids, you know, you're paying like 20 30 pounds a ticket, yeah, um, sometimes more, uh, per person. On top of that, you're paying like you know, five six pounds for terrible burgers and chips. I'm just curious, um, I'm going to look up now how much Radrum charge just for their home games, yeah. Uh, well, I'm actually curious, you find uh, Radrum tickets, yeah. So buy online tickets. I just don't yeah. know how much home games. Um, there's a few there that aren't too bad, I suppose, but it's still, you know. 25, 24 pounds. About that, like I said, 24 to kind of 40 pounds is kind of what you're probably paying, depending on where you want to go. Like the, the next game against West Brom is 24 pounds. Yeah. Um, I think QPR have the cheapest season ticket in the championship. I think it's £235 for a season ticket at QPR, which isn't bad. Pretty good, yeah. Uh, for a season ticket, uh, which would come out at, what, about £10, £10 something? Just yeah. over £10 a ticket? Yeah, that's very uh, good. For the home games. Um, 
but then again, it depends where you want to go. Exactly. Um, you know, and and you know, two hundred thirty. Like I think Sheffield United are up over three hundred and fifty for their cheapest season tickets. So yeah. Um. Yeah, and you know, tickets prices are just they they're gone up and they're gone up. And like you said, to say, oh well, it's only twenty four pounds. Well, mm. it's twenty four pound. Uh, for oh, that game, but again, yeah. if you're bringing four people to that match, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it goes up and it goes up and it goes up. And if you're asking fans to do that in the championship 23 times, yeah, exactly. You know, it, and, then and then the price of food and the transport and getting there and yeah, and everything like that. Yeah. Whereas I think, um, Bayern Munich's, uh, I'm gonna check up what it is. It's quite low though. Um, it is just under £150 okay. for a season ticket to go see Bayern Munich play. Interesting. What, when, when, when you compare things to that, why is that it's so kind of crazy? I think um, the most expe- expensive season ticket in the Bundesliga is Borussia Dortmund, um, and that is €240 Euro for the season. Which I, which is um, you know, ridiculous when you think about it. Mm-hmm. How cheap that is compared to some other places. So essentially, what you're looking at is it costs more, even though the QPR one doesn't seem so bad. It costs more to go see QPR for the season than it does to go see Borussia Dortmund or Bayern Munich for the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like again, as I said, it's not just a case of going to the match. If it's in a way, some distance to be traveling. It is, and in the championship, it's a lot. And like you said, there's a lot of midweek games. Yeah. You know? Um, so it is tricky. It is tricky. And it is something that hopefully gets done. Um, how did we get onto this one? Oh, we were talking about the game that was called off. Yeah. And the, yeah, yeah. the Cardiff fans being it's screwed. Fans. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully something can be done. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's other players who was there as well. Um, Cyrus Christie's out for the season. Yeah. Um. I like like I I actually like Cyrus Christie's. I think underrated. I think good I grafter. Think he's a good grafter. I think he's he's um he was never a um like an out and out fullback. He was always more of a wing back. Yeah. And I think if you claim in that wing back role, I think he's he's really talented and very underrated. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Hall are going to miss him. Um, he'll be missed for Ireland as well in the next few games. Um, absolutely, he will. Ireland, of course, have big game against France next week. Yeah. And we can only hope that uh, when France play Holland at the weekend, they pick up 27 injuries. <laughs> at um, least four injuries to four main players. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We we know that there's, there's probably that's probably not going to happen. But uh, Evan Ferguson banging in the goals at Brighton, so who knows? But, but uh, you never know. You know, maybe maybe he'll get his first Irish goals. Um, well, Latvia first. Um, that one nice. Latvia first, yeah, in a in an old friendly game. But anyway. So, yeah. I don't see much more news besides that. Not much more news going on. Um, so we might as well go to the games, I suppose, that were played this week. Yeah. Um, Blackpool, Coventry. <sighs> Mick will be so disappointed with this game. Um, yeah. After what happened with QPR on Wednesday. I don't know. It, wasn't, it wasn't good, was it? No, it's just... To, to, to win by six goals to one on Wednesday night and then to lose 4-1 at home. Um, yeah, it's it's awful. Yeah. I think. Um, and it's, you know, but it is Coventry, Coventry who are going well. I mean, um, 
it's one of those where both teams were kind of playing for something. Like we said, there's a few meaningless games out there as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Blackpool are going to be very, very disappointed in what happened. Because yeah, it seems like they turn the corner and then they get hammered at home. That's the thing. Like, it just if it was Mick McCarthy, it was just like avoid defeat. Even yeah, exactly. Try and get four points out of the two games. Yeah. Um, the commentary are one of those teams making that late push for the playoffs. We'll talk about that in a minute yeah. when we look at the table. But um, kind of dominated Blackpool, really. Yeah, they really did. From start to um, again, all the goals are all early. Yeah, all goals again. Um, but yeah, yeah um, like... McCarthy was given out about an incident with um Guy Carres, who obviously scored the first goal. Um, punched Callum Connolly. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Mick wasn't happy. His interview. Yeah. Asked. Um, he had a very funny quote, Mick McCarthy, and we know Mick. We've met Mick. We've talked to Mick a few times. Yeah. Um. But he's a very funny yeah. man. And he had a great quote at the end of the game where they were asking him about the referee's decisions. And he says, I might as well be arguing with the step over there. <laughs> he yeah. says it's opinions and ultimately it's the ref opinions opinion that counts. Yeah. And one thing I will say about that as we're talking about referees as well, um, like I, I thought it absolutely could have been a red card. Yeah. Um he you know, he got a yellow for it, but he lashed out. I, I think he could have been sent off. No. If you're relying on opposition players to get red cards for you to not lose a game 4 1 at home, then something's wrong anyway. Exactly. So I certainly wouldn't make that as an excuse as to why they lost. Yeah. Lost yeah. But um, the FA Cup this weekend, we had two championship teams play each other Sheffield United and Blackburn. And a cracker. Uh, because it was the FA Cup quarter final, we had VAR. And VAR made one call in the match that was big. And I think they totally got it wrong. Yeah, oh, 100%. Uh, well, they got it wrong in two ways. Firstly, they said it was a handball. And I honestly don't know what the guy can do. The way he's trying to block a ball, where he can put his hand. Yeah. Secondly, if the ref does think it's handball, he has to be sent off. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So he gives a penalty, which it wasn't. And then after giving the penalty, he has to send him off, but he didn't. So... Um, as bad as Mick McCarthy sees the decision as being, I thought it was interesting to see VAR between two championship clubs and the one big decision that VAR had to make, I think they got totally wrong. Yeah. It's getting um, worse, that VAR is getting worse. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the United-Fulham game, um, I know William was more on the line when he handled it. Mm. But I mean, he handled the ball, if the ref saw it that way, and stopped it going into the net. Um yeah. Or stopped it certainly being a shot on target, and it's a goal scoring opportunity, is what's supposed to be for a red card. Um, you can't say, Oh, well, the keeper might have saved it because that's true of anybody anywhere. Yeah, if you're running through on goal and center back hacks you down by that logic. You can say, Oh, well, the goalkeeper could have saved it. Yeah, you know, you yeah. can't use that logic. So, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. I just think with the talk of Mick and the referees, it was kind of an interesting one. Yeah, go down that way. Um, I suppose uh, Middlesbrough uh, Middlesbrough 4 Preston nil. Uh, we can always rely on Preston like we say to be totally inconsistent um, but Middlesbrough knowing that Sheffield United weren't playing important for them to get a win yeah 3 points now behind them um, I, know they, I know they have a game in hand still but still it's good pressure um, yeah, but if you can get that 3 points closer and if Sheffield United 
if Sheffield United were to um, you know, win their next game, say, yeah, and um, I know what you mean. If they win the next game, if they, yeah, if they win their next game, Sheffield United lose their next game. Even though they have that game in hand, you go level on points with them. The pressure's on, and the goal difference is very tight. There's only two goals between them. Yeah, it's going to be very. So it's not like if somebody was miraculously to catch Burnley, which is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Burnley's goal difference is so far ahead of everyone else's. It counts as almost another point anyway. I think they'll be promoting two more wins, is it? Something like something nuts like that, anyway. Yeah, I mean, what Burr are the only team who can realistically get them out of the top two? And yeah. Burr are let's see, are they sixteen points behind them? Uh, yeah, sixteen. Yeah. So sixteen points. Eight games to go, I suppose. Um, Middlesbrough have what twenty four points to play, so they could go to what ninety, ninety one. Yeah, yeah. So they still need nine points. Burnley to go up, and that's assuming they don't like the only other way they're going to be caught in is if Borough win all their games, Burnley lose all their games. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if they don't make up those nine points. No. Um, if they only get two wins. But I mean, you know, they have nine games left. They only need to win three of them. Yeah, exactly. You know, or a combination of nine points dropped by Middlesbrough and nine points gained by Burnley will be enough as well. How poor are Preston in general? Um... Yeah, like we always say, like to be a Preston fan, because minus nine goal difference, mm. uh, 38 games played, and they're seven points off the playoffs. Yeah, like points, it yeah. must be like you know it's it's a bit like Millwall we come to Millwall in a minute who very disappointing weekend for them they won't be happy yeah. um but um it's one of those where it's you know the fans can see like we're not that far away from the playoffs um you know unbeaten in seven games look like they're starting to push towards the playoffs a win here and they've only pushed themselves within four of the playoffs and yeah. then they go out and they get hammered four nil um yeah. crazy. I think their season's done now. I think they'll just coast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. What about um Borough and the, like the turnaround they've had? A massive part of that has to go down to Akpom, who we talked about before. Yeah. But I know early on we were talking about the likes of Goykeret, about time he stepped up, and Akpom was one that you picked out. That yeah. you said, look, it's about time that uh, Akpom stepped up and yeah. uh, did something for a club because he had such potential as a youngster. Never really realized it. Mm. Just, um, and now he's he's there uh, 25 goals now for the season yeah unbelievable Carrick again is responsible though for getting a lot of this out of him yeah uh, and I mean company's going to win manager of the year Burnley running away with the league he's going to get it yeah uh, but Carrick has to be nominated he's got to be up there for um, manager yeah, yeah, people yeah, forget yeah. how bad Borough were yeah before he took over they're in the bottom three yeah and, and yeah. not playing well no and um, that said, sim- similar could be said of West Brom, who just left that bit later. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they left about five, six games too late, I think. Way too late. Um. Yeah. First half possession, Middlesbrough had seventy-three percent possession. Yeah. We're just. A I total mean, domination, total domination. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Sending off as well. No complaints about that. Two yet. Two um. Two yellow cards. Justified. Um. Cameron Archer got a goal as well. He's on loan, obviously, for, from Aston Villa. Very talented young player as well. And has already kind of set up this partnership with Axpom. Yeah. And uh, the two of them playing really, really well together. Yeah, he scored a lot of goals in the last few games, Archer. 
yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's been it's been very good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's uh, good for Borough as they look to close the gap on Sheffield United. But if they don't, I mean, they're kind of the farm team in the playoffs at the minute. But that said, that can go out the window three, four games from the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times we've seen the team who finished fifth or sixth in the league going up through the playoffs rather than the team who were third. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're right, it's true. Um, speaking of teams going up, Millwall, their chances are kind of slipping I mean, up. That's a, that's a game they had to have looked at and said, oh, we're going to win this one. Yeah. And really cement ourselves into those playoff spots. Yeah, and they hammered them to be fair. Like absolutely destroyed them. Seventy-one percent possession. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the manager Gary Rowett summed it up after the game. He said, "When do we normally have seventy percent possession?" And he said, "I think we've had twenty shots and they've had four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those where you lose one nil, but it's it's a hard one to take because you played so well. Yeah, exactly. You dominated the ball. You created chances. You, you know, they just took theirs. You didn't take yours. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the end of the day, it's uh, you know, it's kind of a Neil Warnock special, if you like, as well in some ways. This results could keep them up. I think it's it's potential to do that. And I think that Cardiff Rotherham game was such a big one, especially had Cardiff beaten Rotherham. Yeah, yeah. Like Rotherham would then really be in trouble. Big time. Um, but good win for Huddersfield, like you said, gives them a chance, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think Huddersfield deserves some credit for how they defended as well. Yeah. Um, you know, when you've only got 29% of the possession, you're defending a lot. And you're running a lot. And you've got to be challenged a lot. And I think at the end of the day, I think at the end of the day, it's uh, you've got to give credit to the defensive team too when they're up against it for so much of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, QPR Birmingham, but it's a weird one because the story with um the manager, who we actually love from his time at Wickham, yeah. he said yeah. he said something really strange that I, I just he's done some weird stuff recently. Well, he has he, said some very weird things since he's been at QPR. Yeah, and he did some really weird thing before the Blackpool game in the in the locker yeah. But no, he yeah. said something about um we only need to win two more matches to be safe. I, yeah. I, I really don't think so. Um, possibly with how bad the teams at the bottom are. Because two more wins will put them on to 48 well, points. They'll go down with how good they started. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, but I, I understand what he's saying. Because you'd say two more points would give them, two more wins would give them 48 points. Yeah. Like for Huddersfield to match that, they'd have to win four of their last eight games. Yeah. Um, who knows which isn't impossible but it would also mean Cardiff and Rotherham would also have to start winning four of their last eight games as well yeah. um, so it's not going to be easy that's for sure yeah but he, he yeah, he's just been a strange uh, I don't know I don't get I don't get some of the stuff he's been saying like in general no and it's a weird one to say that to your players oh two more wins will do it I mean geez, you should be telling them look we need to win as many games as possible we're in a real relegation for him here yeah 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 and he she knows too, like because he was there at Wickham, obviously last season. Um, yeah, and um, he knows the club very well. Um, you know, Birmingham very good defensively, I suppose. Uh, again, I, a win for them that pushes yeah. them away from the relegation that little bit more. 
it does. I was actually fearing for QPR when they scored so early. I was like, not again. Not going to get yeah. hammered again. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I think I think it deserved victory. I know QPR had more the ball, but I think Birmingham had better chances. Yeah. Um, good win for them because Birmingham were also one of those teams that were just starting to slide. Yeah. Um, Hull. Hull Reading. Reading, two teams playing for nothing essentially. Yeah. I mean, Reading in theory could get drawn into that relegation fight if they're not careful. They could, but they shouldn't. No, they're starting to play that little bit better recently. Um, I think think both teams will finish around where they are. I can't see see them. yeah, Andy Carroll's still scoring goals though. Yeah, um, he's been yeah. he's been really good for Reading actually since he's gone there. Yeah, um, you know, red card against Liverpool aside. <laughs> yeah, um, he's, he's been really good. Yeah, uh, uh, and I don't know, maybe, maybe Paul Ince doesn't get the credit he deserves as a manager sometimes. Mm. Um, I know he can be a bit up and down, but you know, they were in trouble not that long ago, and he's after getting them out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, and when when you think about it, like I think they've played in their last few games. I think they've played the top four in their last four games. Mm-hmm. Reading, um, or certainly the you know four to the top five or something like that in their last uh, four games. So it's been a it's been a tricky run for them. Uh, but good point for them. Good point for Hull, I suppose. Two teams that are really doing like Hull should be safe from relegation. Yeah, they, um, you know, another win certainly they'll be safe from relegation. Yeah. Likewise, you'd say with Reading, another win or two they'll be safe. So yeah. it is one of those two teams playing for nothing kind of a match. Yeah. Um, Norwich. Stoke Norwich classic nil all draw. Not good for Norwich, I'd say. Um, no. I suppose Marquinhos got sent off for something ridiculous midweek, and that red card was then rescinded. Yeah. Um, but Norwich need to start yeah. winning games. I suppose the. The plus point, if you're a Norwich fan this weekend, is that Millwall lost. Yeah. Now they're um, out of the playoffs. Yeah, um, they're three points off now, and you'd expect if they could go on a run, but then we've been saying that about Norwich for a while, yeah. um, and it's been Millwall have been the team picking up the points. So, again, I think that's really going to hit Millwall hard, that, that defeat at the weekend, because... Um, but then Norwich, you know, couldn't get it done either, so... They look at it that way. And then another six, succession of draws coming up as well. Um, Sunderland and Luton. Um, not yeah. a good point for, for Sunderland. It is because I thought Luton were going to take Luton around a 1-0 wins. A lot of them are getting a lot of 1-0 wins. They are. They are. And they are looking solid enough. They're seven points clear in Orange now. Yeah. Um, Luton looked like they could be going to the playoffs again. Yeah. Um, and when their manager left for Southampton, didn't think that was going to happen. No, we thought it'd go down. I actually tipped them to get relegated um, um, earlier. But my, my God, he's done so well with them. Um, Sunderland, I think, run out of steam a bit lately. But yeah. got to be happy with their first season back in the championship. Build on it next season, you'd expect them to push for the playoffs. I know you fancy them as kind of an outside bet this year. Yeah. And uh, they're not far off, it to be fair. They're seven points from it in. Which... Yeah. Let's um, see. You know, so I think they'll be happy enough with how their season has panned out. Probably um, this two-week break now is going to really affect a lot of teams. It will. Uh, it will. Some don't want it. Uh, mm. One team that probably does want it are going to be Watford. <laughs> Big time. Um, that was a really poor, poor result against Wigan. Their form has really gone bad. I mean, really gone bad. 
And you look at them and you think, I don't think they're making the playoffs. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, they're five points off the playoffs. It's not un, it's not impossible. But you look at West Brom, Coventry, Norwich, Millwall above them. They're teams that aren't going to throw away too many points between now and the end of the season either, you would think. No. No. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. What do you make of Watford? Manager to be sacked? <laughs> I think he'll stay there now till the end of the season unless they lose the next five, six games. Yeah. Surely. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Watford, they should, have, they should have beaten Wigan. Uh, yeah. Wigan just not. They're, not. they're not a good team at the moment and they have a lot of outside stuff going on as we talked about. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, there was a bit of controversy, I suppose, around the yellow card. Um, yeah. in terms of for time wasting, yeah. Um, and it's happening an awful lot, and it is something that needs to be cut out. Yeah. Um, a point for Wigan, which, as we know, is kind of useless now because there's reductory today. Mm. Um, so it doesn't really help them out at they all. Got more points behind between now and the end of the season. They they could be they could be. they haven't been warned that they will be yet. Uh, they were warned in January if they didn't abide by what, what rules were set out that they would be docked three points. They didn't do it. They got docked three points. Oh. That said, even without the three points, they're still, they still would have been five from safety. And yeah. I still don't think they were going to do it. I mean, you know, they're not picking up wins. They're getting the odd draw here and there. Yeah. Um, like, realistically, where they are, even if they weren't docked three points, you're looking at them having to win four or five of their last eight games to get out of relegation, realistically. And that's not they're not good enough, they don't have the players. You know, and you know, that that that's really part of it. Um yeah, so Chris Wilder walking a tight rope at Wigan after about three or four games in charge. Um <laughs> he, probably gonna be sacked at the end of the season. Yeah, he's one win and two draws. Is there something something, something like that? So he's oh probably God. out the door. He's probably gonna get the sack. Um at the end of the season. Yeah. Just look because, at- you know, they'll want to start the season with new manager. Who's your man that they brought in back about four times? He'll probably be there to start the season again. <laughs> Flores Sanchez, is it? Yeah, he'll probably be there to start the season again for the first five or six games of the season before they decide to stack him for the 12th time. Just look at the table there now before we... Uh... Yeah, so if we, we now have looked at the table. Burnley, 37 to 8, 83 points. They're up. I mean, they're just going to be. It's a matter of time. Yeah, a matter they of only time. need nine points. Um, Sheffield United, though, 37, played 70 points. Uh, Middlesbrough game played more, only three off them. Um, going to be, I suppose you say Burnley win the league. It's going to be a battle between Sheffield United and Middlesbrough for second and third. The um, thing with Middlesbrough is that they win one and four at least. Yeah. Or they win like you, or they you only said they've been getting four. a a lot of one nil wins lately. Yeah. Could Luton finish second? Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, only six points behind Sheffield United. I know again there's a game in hand there. Yeah. Um, and their goal difference isn't quite as good as Middlesbrough or Sheffield United. Yeah. But they, like you said, they're kind of like Norwich when they won the league a few years ago. They're just picking up one nil wins, one nil wins, two one wins. Yeah. They're just scraping by the games to get the wins in there. Yeah. Um and then underneath them, underneath Luton who are on 64, you've got Blackburn on 61 points, um, with 37 plays. So again, they have a game in hand. Um, but their form hasn't been brilliant. Um, I think the loss at the weekend in the cup as well is going to hurt them a little bit because 
they played very well. Um, and, you know, leading that game, you you would have uh, thought that they would, uh, you know, that, that'll hit them hard, I think, going out the way they did. Uh, but they can focus on the league now, I suppose, is the good side of that. Yeah. Uh, Millwall then on 60 points. Then we've got Norwich in seventh on 57, Coventry on 57, West Brom on 55, but they've got that game in hand. Win that and they move to 58 and would move ahead of Norwich. Yeah. Um, then you've got Watford on 55, Sunderland 53, Preston 53. And I think, you know, realistically, you're looking at West Brom up. But I think uh, the West Brom game in hand is Sheffield United as well. Just, yeah. Just, yeah. just so that they're aware yeah. of that. Because, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Blackburn must be playing Burnley, I think. Um, yeah, the area. Yeah. So, you know, if those four teams are playing each other anyway in some sort of a way, those are the games in hand. Um, but uh, it's yeah, and those are going to be big games for all those teams. Um, but you look at those teams, like, can you see Watford putting a run together to get them into the playoffs? Um, uh, no, I can't either. And the reason being, again, is like I said, it's not that I don't think Watford can't get enough wins, yeah. it's I can't see West Brom, Coventry, Norwich, and Millwall throwing away that many games. Yeah, exactly. Um, a five-point advantage is a lot at this stage of the season. It really you is. Know, you know, you're looking at, you know, you'd be looking at basically Millwall to lose three of their last eight games, Norwich to lose three of their last games, Coventry to lose three of their last eight games, and Watford to, like, win set six or seven of their last eight. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that kind of a way. Um, it's, you know, I just can't see it happening. No. Um. So, if we look there at West Brom in ninth, so 55, because, like we said, even though they're level and points for Watford, they could potentially get something out of that game in hand. Um, not beyond the realms of possibility, so they could push up the table that little bit more. Um, it's really hard to call. Like, if you were to pick your four playoff teams based on like form and how things are going at the minute, I, I, I'd love to see West Brom. Yeah, Luton. I think, I think for me. Middlesbrough and Luton, as far as I'm concerned, are, are secure. I don't think they're going to drop out of the playoffs. You wouldn't think so, no. <laughs> I mean, stranger things have happened. Yeah. I mean, look at what happened to Forest a few years back or whatever. Was it Forest that dropped out? Yeah, but that eight, they had to be a seven-goal swing at the end of the season? Yeah. yeah. Last game of the season? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm surprised that wasn't investigated for match-fixing, to be honest. But anyway... Um, Blackburn, I know they have a game in hand to go level with Luton, but I don't think Blackburn are in the best of form. Um, Millwall, I would have said last week, definitely be in the playoffs, but that was a shock defeat to Huddersfield. Yeah. And um, again, maybe that no, that will help them to break because if they I think to, it will. They'll play again Wednesday night, they would have lost. Yeah. yeah. And I think the break does come at a good time for them. And I think, like we said earlier, I think the good thing for Millwall as well is they didn't play badly. It wasn't like they were played off the park by her. They, it was one of those games, you have them every now and then, you're the better team, but they just win. You just lose because they take a chance and you don't take yours. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, you hope West Brom make it. Who can you yeah. see out of the four that are there falling out? Millwall, uh, Blackburn, Luton, Millwall, Millwall, Millwall and Blackburn. Yeah, I could see that happening too. I, I do. Um, and like you said, I think any of West Brom, Coventry or Norwich could take their places. I think I think, I think, I think Millwall, it's definitely two from Blackburn to West Brom. I think it'll be two from those. Yeah, Millwall just be for for inexperience more than anything. Yeah. 
Um, but we did tip Millwall start season to have a good year. Maybe not make playoffs, but um, they've been so close on the last few seasons. Just too many draws have cost them. Yeah. Um, but you know they're there. They're about sixty points after thirty eight games. Not a bad return, and I'm sure Millwall will be happy enough with their season so far. Last game aside. Coventry as well. They've been a big surprise since they've uh, been back in the division. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like every season there seems to be better than each season's better. Yeah. From. Um, um, it would be great to see Coventry back in the Premier League. It would, but like the other I don't side, see it happening. But it would be cool. The other side <laughs> again is I don't want to see them get battered every week because they have no money. Yeah. Yeah. True. But um, it would be good to see them back. Yeah. Um, but if they did get up and they get that Premier League money, maybe they'd do another game. Forest and I should sign 603 players. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Just down the bottom. Um, I don't know what, by the way, speaking of Forest, if they do get relegated this season, I don't know what they're going to do next year with all those players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, um, so that's the top of the table. At the bottom, Wigan, you'll say gone 31 points now after that points deduction. Um, Blackpool, 30. They'd have to start winning very quickly, and that's not going to happen. I mean, basically, they're going to have to win five of their last eight games to give themselves a chance, and even that might be enough. Forty-six points, yeah, I don't know, I don't think so. Um, you know, they might need to win, you know, six of their last eight games, and you know, they haven't gone on that kind of a run all season, so it's hard to see that happening. No. Um, Blackpool thirty-five points, Huddersfield thirty-six points, Cardiff thirty-seven, Rotherham forty. Uh, QPR, just because the manager is talking really weirdly. Um, I'd, be, I'd be very worried if I was them. Yeah. Swansea are playing Cardiff. Swansea um, um, playing Cardiff soon, I think, in the derby match. Yeah, two weeks' time. Um, that's going to be a big game. Like, Swansea lose that. And they're really back in that relegation fight as well. Yeah. Um, I just fancy Reading, even though they're. 45 points. I think Reading up are probably safe. I mean... Yeah, you would think so, yeah. Just like, again, the form Reading are starting to pick up points again. Birmingham are picking up points. Swansea, QPR, Rotherham, Cardiff are not picking up points. Huddersfield are just stubborn. You don't know what they, what's coming from them. Yeah, and I mean, they've got a manager that just knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, He just does. I mean, like, and we know that that Cardiff-Rotherham game has to be replayed. I mean, if they drew that, or if either of them won, that puts the other one in real trouble. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if Huddersfield stay up and QPR rather than Ricard if go down. If QPR go down, like, I'd be absolutely... That must be one of the biggest falls from grace. I mean, they were third for most of the season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Top, for, top yeah. for quite a while. Yeah, they were um, top until they were a cop-ish type. Yeah, and then they fell off a cliff. But they had that dip, I think, before the World Cup, and you were saying that you're worried about them, that maybe the World Cup will come at a good time for them, but you weren't so convinced because they were playing so badly. No, they're still not good. Um, it's been really weird. Um, it's been a really weird, uh, weird to... second half of the season for QPR. And yeah, I think six points clear the drop. I'm not convinced like you that two more wins will be enough. I could see how it could be enough. Because you're saying Huddersfield would have to win four games. Exactly. Um, but, and I know that's asking a lot for Huddersfield to win four of their last eight games. But with the manager they have, I, I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. He's a wily guy. He is. He really is. Um, he's certainly been around a long time. Um, he's managed what, well over a thousand games now at this stage, I'd say. 
Mm. Um, which is kind of insane to think of. So, yeah, I think UPR rather than I think Blackpool are gone. Um, yeah, it's sad to say it. Like, I do, I do love Mick, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they're gone. Um, I think it is going to be Huddersfield, Cardiff, Rotherham, QPR are going to be the ones battling it out. Um, potentially Swansea. Yeah. If if things go pear-shaped in the derby game for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think that'd be a long shot, but I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I don't think so. I think realistically, QPR, Rotherham, Cardiff, Huddersfield, one of the four of them are going to go down. I wouldn't like to call it at this stage of the season. Yeah. Um, I Sorry. just think that replayed Rotherham-Cardiff game there's just something about it that says Cardiff were winning, but Rotherham are going to win the replay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Know. You know, and, and Cardiff are going to be in real trouble then. And if they lose the derby, then to Swansea as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I think then the rest of the teams, kind of, you're looking from West Brom down and looking from QPR up. Um, they're all playing for nothing, essentially. Yeah. Last eight games. Um, Outside chance of you know relegation or promotion for some of those teams, but very much an outside chance. And uh, certainly by the time we get to three four games to go, a lot of those players are already going to be on holidays in their heads. I think. And so, it always makes for those ridiculous matches that we get at the end of the season, where you know lots of goals can be scored sometimes. Um. So we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. As a player, though, I'd always love to be a spoiler. If I was like, you know, a Stoke City now or something that's safe and I was playing like a team that needed the win to get into the playoffs, I'd love to beat them and stop them getting yeah. into the playoffs. Um, usually, usually you know, we, that, that would just be me. I'm cynical that way. But no, um, we would go through the games. So I think we should come back uh, before it because there's a break. Um, yeah, yeah. There's quite a bit a break. Um, we might just do a show next I week. Think, yeah, back. I think the only, we've one game coming uh, up still in March and the rest move into April. Yeah. Um, I think Burnley are playing Sunderland. Is it on the Friday night that we come back? Friday night, yeah. Burnley, Sunderland. Yeah. Uh, big games then. Just to pick out a few, like we said, the Derby, Cardiff, Swansea is obviously a big one. Um, Hull, Rotherham, West Brom, Millwall, big one for the promotion places, that one. Yeah. Um, and down at the bottom, Wigan are playing QPR. So, you know, if QPR are going to get two of those wins that he thinks they need, that's going to be a spot. But like I said, we'll go into more detail on those um, at a later next week, date. Next week or something. Um, next week, exactly. So uh, will we leave it there? Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will uh, talk to you all again soon.